Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. So yesterday we saw the release of the manufacturing uh, production data. Uh, what does this tell us about growth, economic growth in South Africa? Yes, Sakina. So yesterday um, we saw that the manufacturing production numbers in April were up from March by 2.3%. However, on an annual basis, there's a sharp decline in output of about 4.1% as compared to the same period last year. So the drop was 4.1%, and the market expected a much better situation of a drop of 1.6%. And many people want to find out why is manufacturing production so important, and especially recently now with the downgrade, it's becoming a number which economists and analysts are looking at even more closely, as it accounts for about 13% of South Africa's GDP. And manufacturing production is supported by the mining sector as mining, produ- mining produces um, input in order to be used in the manufacturing sector. Um, mining contributes about 8% of South Africa's GDP. So together we see that there are interlinkages between both these sectors and if they perform poorly, it directly impacts on South Africa's GDP. So we want to see positive numbers, and we want to see both the mining and the manufacturing sector performing positively in order to contribute to the GDP. And what, we'll see, what we see is that the downgrades have had quite a significant impact on the manufacturing production. As we spoke yesterday, we spoke about um, poor business confidence. And when we for business confidence, we said that this results in less investment by business in the economy and slower growth. And this ultimately filters into the production in, in the economy, the manufacturing production. Um, so essentially everything in the economy is quite less interlinked. And the listener called it, um, one of the listeners tweeted on Tuesday and asked, how do we get ourselves out of this recession? And part of it is increasing numbers in the sectors in manufacturing and mining, but as well as picking up business confidence as a direct result in the production um, of goods in South Africa. What we can expect going forward is that manufacturing production will fare moderately better as it will be coming off a low base, as well as the World Bank came out earlier this year saying that they expect improved world growth. This should increase the demand for manufactured goods. And uh, the mining production uh, figures, that also uh, came out yesterday. Talk to us about those numbers and what they tell us. Mining production came out yesterday as well. Growth in mining production has slowed down, unfortunately, to 1.7% in April as compared to 15.4% in the same period last year. Mining production also decreased between March and April this year by 1.6%. And as I mentioned earlier, that mining production constitutes about 8% of South Africa's GDP. So these numbers are very important. We want to see an improvement in the mining production sector. And the factors which contributed to this um, poor mining, mining production results is that it was coming off a high base already in March. So it would be difficult for those numbers to be sustained at such a high level for the remainder of the year. Also contributing is that we've seen commodity prices have softened um, from the high that it came from after Trump was elected. The commodity prices rallied during that period. And now we've seen that Trump's infrastructure plans haven't really come through. 
and that has had an impact on commodity prices. Other local factors contributing, of course, is political uncertainty, low business confidence, which again results in low investment in the economy and this heavily weighs down on manufacturing and mining production. And just very quickly, the ECB uh, interest rate announcement, uh, the outcome of that, Fundiswa? The ECB came out yesterday with its announcement of the interest rate and the forecast for economic growth. They forecast increase in, in the year zone. They expect they no longer expect a 1.8% increase in growth, but now it's been revised up to 1.9%, and interest rates were kept unchanged, which was expected by the market in any case. And with the announcement, people were looking carefully at the words which were used by the president of the ECB. So we were no longer looking at what didn't say. They were more so looking at what didn't he say and comparing it to previous statements and announcements which he made. And in the statement, he removed the language of that the ECB could lower interest rates. And this was likely to be informed by the improvement in the general European zone economy and the recent economic data which has come out. And this data indicates that there's been growth in the economy in the Eurozone, which is likely to result in increased inflation. And we know that we want increased inflation in the Eurozone um, so that they can increase the interest rates. And we know that currently the Eurozone has negative interest rates. Another important aspect in the ECB's announcement was that they mentioned that the bond stimulus program would be stepped up if the economic outlook um, worsens. And what we know currently is that the ECB goes out into the market and buys $60 billion worth of government and corporate bonds per month in order to get money to the economy in circulation to get businesses and consumers spending more and investing in order to push up price inflation um, and, and increase pricing in the general economy to directly impact on interest rates. So this is a signal that the ECB is not going to tighten the monetary policy as yet and that, it's the, and that the economy still needs support from the ECB in order to increase the weak inflation that we currently see in the economy. Well, Fundiswa, thank you so much and have a good weekend. Fundiswa Nkuta.